How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer, and welcome back to the weekend show for Sunday, November the 29th. Oh man, we are almost at the end of the month. Can you believe it? Uh, folks, today we've got a mailbag to get through because you submitted your answers to the following prompt. How do you choose the video game that you're going to play? There are so many video games out there that you could potentially buy or maybe you already own. How do you boil it down to just one or a few? And, you know, the reason why I asked this question is because, you know, it's something that I struggle with a lot. I always end up getting something that people call choice paralysis. And this doesn't just apply to video games, it applies to lots of things. And we have Adam here who wrote in explaining this really well. Basically, he likes to have one main narrative game, but then when it comes to choosing the next one, he has a tough time. Uh, he says this, quote, I'll often open up a game and then close it before I actually start it because I decide I'm not in the mood. Or I'll play one level and get bored, end quote. And then he says he just mindlessly scrolls through his entire collection of games, which is quite expansive, and ultimately ends up playing something that he's already played, a staple game, until another new exciting game rolls around. And then he says this, quote, I will continue to lie to myself that I'm going to finish my huge backlog someday, end quote. And part of this episode is about, okay, hey, how are we actually going to finish that backlog and make the choice of the game easier to make? But I think it's also important to recognize that we shouldn't see games as a backlog. You know, it's not a gutter that needs to be swept. It's a exciting opportunity to play games that you love. And if you're not excited by those games, then it's not a backlog. It's just games that you happen to own. So how do you choose the next game that you're going to play? Well, sometimes it's just mood, right? The mood that you're in. Throwback Cat here says that their two favorite genres are platformers and visual novels, which are not genres that are very close to each other, right? They're quite different. But sometimes they're in the mood for an action game. Sometimes they're in a mood for a more plot-heavy, interesting story game. And that makes sense, right? Sometimes you're just not in the mood for something that's really intense or requires a lot of thought, or you're really in the mood for a really good story, whatever it is. Okay, but that still doesn't help us narrow it down, right? We, we have this feeling, we have this mood, but then how do we choose the one? Sometimes the answers are pretty obvious. You got someone like Shade here who says that uh, influencers are a big thing. Go on Twitch and find the game that's interesting, or on YouTube. Or you can go to a developer of a game that you really, really like, say, Supergiant and Hades, and then go look at their back catalog, see what other games that they've made. And if you liked one of their games, then maybe you're gonna like another one of their games. And then let's not forget, there's also a cost part of this, right? Deeb talks about this. They said, quote, I don't want a game that's too long or I'll never finish it, or too short, as I don't want to pay full price for a short game, end quote. And of course, if you're low on money or... Even if you're not, cost is always going to be a factor, right? Here's another factor, time. How long is the game? How long is it going to take to beat? FNDR70 says, hey, I only have time for one game. They prefer the big open world games. They're going to put two, three hundred hours into one game. But sometimes that's all you can handle. Here's another one, Anna Marie. She spends a lot of time playing JRPGs, and it takes a long time to play those games. So the other games that she plays, you don't want them to be that long. You want to sandwich in there some smaller games. And so here's a really great resource, howlongtobeat.com. If you go to that website and you type in a, a game that you haven't played yet, you can see how long it took other people to also beat this game. And you can determine, hey, you know, do I want to spend 10 hours on a game or do I want to spend 50 hours on a game? I use that all the time. So I don't know, folks, it's not an easy answer, right? Some people really have it figured out. Will wrote in to me and said, hey, I've got a lot of games I'm excited for, but Cyberpunk is coming out and I know I'm going to play that, so I'm not going to start another game right now. 
That's just a logical conclusion, right? But sometimes it's not that obvious, and I don't know, hope maybe one day we'll, we'll figure it out. Me personally, I'm pretty much willing to play any kind of game, so if it's well-reviewed, then there's always the chance that I'll pick it up. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for today. Uh, hey, if you're interested in this topic, my co-host Kadosep and I actually did a full 60-minute episode all about it. We explored this issue way in depth, covered a whole bunch of things. So if you're looking for some longer-form content, then check out TGO Radio. Uh, you can get a listen on youtube.com slash thegamingobserver or thegamingobserver.com slash podcast, which is, you know, the podcast host of your choice. And uh, give it a listen. Let me know what you think. So that's going to do it for today. I'm going to be back with the news tomorrow. Hope you're excited for that. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Ah, hello and welcome, TGO After Show. Uh, so if you've been spending any time on social media over the last little while, you may have noticed that people are talking about something called the Queen's Gambit. Unfortunately, I haven't seen it yet. It's kind of on the on the next up list, if you will, for Shelby and I. Because right now, Shelby and I are watching a British comedy panel show called uh, Taskmaster. They basically get a bunch of comedians and get them to do a whole bunch of silly tasks in the form of a game show. It is really good. Check it out if you like comedy. But anyway... As soon as school is done, I think we're going to watch The Queen's Gambit, because we're both really interested in the concept. But uh, a little bit more relevant to what I'm going to talk about here is I've been, kind of been getting into chess a little bit. You know, people started talking about it, and so I went on to chess.com, and it kind of sucked, because if I wanted to do any of like the, the lessons, then I had to pay for it. So I might go and check out some YouTube lessons, or maybe I'll just pay for it. I don't know. It's funny, I actually went to, uh, to chess club when I was a kid. And I really loved it. I had a really good time with it. And as I got older, it kind of died down and I didn't have anybody to play with. That was another big thing. But I always, like, I basically got to a point where I was like, okay, I know how to play the game. I know how the pieces move. But, like, actual strategy is always lost on me. And so I started watching some, like, YouTubers playing it recently. And some of the terms that they were using did make sense. You know, they talk about tempo and setting up a board state and things like that. It's stuff that uh, is kind of translated from things like, you know, collectible card games, tempo, that's a big word. The concepts make sense. But now I watch these uh, these YouTubers, as it were, these chess professionals in, in some way, I suppose. And I think, man, oh man, I could never be a, a solid chess player. So I don't know, do I have any chess grandmasters listening? That'd be pretty cool. Teach me your ways. Anyway, I don't know, is that video game? Chess isn't really video game. It is gaming of some kind. Chess.com is gaming in video form in some way. Is chess an eSport? It has ELO. I think chess is an eSport. I think that's that's a hill I'm willing to die on. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> is chess an eSport? I guess it's, I, I mean, I guess if it's physical chess, then it wouldn't be an eSport, would it? But if it's got ELO in an online format, I don't know. I don't know. If chess hasn't been around for thousands of years, I think we'd be calling it an eSport. Anyway, what, what are we talking about? It's the after show. I can talk about anything. Um, ah, that's pretty much it. You know, that's what's going on with my life. Ramping up for Christmas, which really just means figuring out what the heck we're doing for Christmas. Because we really don't want to spend a lot of time with other people. Because that's very irresponsible to do. So it's a lot of figuring out uh, who is doing what back at home. And how are we going to see as few people as possible? That's the real question. All right, anyway, uh, I'm tired. We've got some news tomorrow that's very exciting. I hope you're doing extremely well. I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Until next time, farewell.